Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. You're listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions, so please email them in to Peter, or sorry, to inch by inch at peterinch.ca, and we will enter you in a draw to win a smart thermostat at the end of the month. So we only really got Monday to get the questions in to be entered in the draw. That's right. You know, yeah. Sunday, Monday. Uh, some big, I think we'll start with curling. Of course we will. Because on Monday, uh, this past Monday, there was some big news. Yeah, it was, it was actually it was, uh, nice to hear. So we're going to bring the 2023 Tim Hortons Briar back to London. It's only been, what, 12 years, 2011? Is so, that what it was, 20, 2011? So 12 yeah. years. Um, and we most likely could be the first event after COVID. Really? Cross our fingers, touch wood. You know, COVID will be over. Will be the first big sporting event that so will not happen. only you're telling us that uh, we're going to have the briar, but you're predicting that the COVID pandemic will be done. I'm praying okay. all right. <laughs> that it will be done because if we do all this work and not have any fans in the stand, yeah, that would be it. Yeah, it's not the same. You know, I think the Knights have found that out. It's not fun playing in front of an empty building. No, it's no. not. Doesn't have the same. You know, that the crowd cheering and just the energy that's in the building. It's just not the same. And we'll be looking for volunteers. Yeah, where do I sign up? Uh, well, you're going to have to keep an eye at uh, curling.ca. Yep. Because the uh, it will go up there, but we're kind of going to wait till Leftbridge, which is a host for 2022 in March, has their their event before we really start pushing because we don't want to take anything away from Leftbridge. I see. So, so don't go online yet and sign up because I'm going to sign up. No, yeah, you just go under championships, and then you'll see under volunteers, volunteers. and then you'll if you see the London Briar listed there, you'll be able to click on do it. I, do I have to submit any past credentials, past... Um, you might. Just so yeah. that I, I qualify? Yeah, I'll be reviewing them, so, oh. you know, if you just put your name, I'll just say no. No. You know, that won't, wow. won't okay. happen, but... No, we'll have you involved, uh, definitely. We want lots of people. We'll need, you know, three, four hundred volunteers. Who knows? I might get picked up as a fifth man or something. You could. You could be playing it. I it, I, I won't hold my breath. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. But uh, it'll be a lot of fun, and hopefully everybody will, you know, will be excited about it when it gets going. Well, I'm excited that it's coming. Yep. Now, we had a couple questions come in. Um, so thank you very much for emailing them in. The first one was, I previously had a gas water heater for 15 years. Never drained it off annually as recommended. I only had to change it two years ago because um, when changing at house insurance companies uh, or their insurance companies, they insisted on a new water heater. Right. How important is annual service? Well, so water heater, the interesting thing when a, when one of our, when a gas technician comes into your house, uh, he actually has the responsibility to look at that. So he may not, he may not do anything with it, uh, but 
he just he has to look at it. So, and if he sees some black carbon up the side where the burner is, then he needs to investigate as to what's going on. He just cannot ignore that. So, the importance of a water heater uh, taking some water off the base is just important because it's going to keep the sediment off the bottom. And I know you you had it for 15 years and you had nothing happen, but things were going on inside that tank that you couldn't see. And you know if if everybody took some water off the bottom of their water heater, they would probably last longer than what they're lasting, but um, that seems to be a problem. So, David, thank you very much for your email in. Um, but again, don't do it if you haven't done it. No. You know, because that valve won't close. Yeah, that's true. The, um, the, the old tanks would have a plastic valve at the bottom, uh, the drain valve, and nowadays they're all coming with a, with a brass valve. So that's at least... Uh, more reliable than the old plastic valves were. So if we, so it's it's that either do it every year or if you haven't done it, leave it alone. Yeah, because it won't. Uh, yeah. Now there is a dip tube. A lot of people complain that their water heater doesn't give them as much hot water as it used to, and that can be a couple of things. Yeah. So what happens? There's a, there's a, an anode rod inside your water heater, and that's what it does is it allows the it allows the water to attack the anode rod because water is very aggressive. It wants to attack the inside of the tank. Um, so the anode rod is there for that purpose. So then once the anode rod is done or disintegrated, then it'll start looking for other things like the dip tube. So what the dip tube does is it's on the, in, it's on the water inlet side and it takes the water all the way to the bottom of the tank where it, that's how it fills. But if the anode rod's gone, the water will start attacking that dip tube, and it'll get shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter, and uh, eventually so that it's so short that as the water's coming in, it's up near the top of the tank, so really you're only getting a little bit of water. You've got all this hot water below, but you've got, you're have got you just only getting maybe a tenth or a third of the water that you're using that's heated. And then it also can get filled with sediment on the bottom, yep. which creates a hard time for the burner to heat the water. Yep, yep. And then that's the sediment also will start to uh, rust, and that's where you know you'll start to have uh, weaknesses in the tank, and it could start to leak there. And where's the sediment come from? From the water, just from heating water. So uh, heating, and you know, as you heat water, there's going to be some sediment buildup and. Uh, because right there at the base, that's where the flame is, so that's where it occurs. We got another um, question came in. It says, we have an old electric water heater. It needs to be, be replaced. What are your thoughts on the new electric heat pump water heater versus gas? Well, they're just they're coming out, so uh, we've had a lot of inquiries about those lately. We're, we're going to be installing a few of them in the coming upcoming months, but the idea is... Um, it's it's going to be more efficient on electricity. So your electric tank now just has two elements in it, one at the bottom, one at the top, and they're like they're that's all they are, electric elements. So when they turn on, they consume a lot of hydro. So like uh, your heat pump that heats your house, if you can run that heat pump to produce the heat to heat the water, it's more economical. So uh, they're. You know, they're ravings about savings, but I, I really don't know because who knows what the carbon tax is going to do with the gas price. And there's a lot of there's there's a lot of uncertainty because I just don't have enough information yet as to how they're going to go. And 
heat pump water heaters are not like off the shelf. They no, no. are a special order yes, product. Yes, they're a special order product. We don't keep them here. We have to order them in. And uh, so just, and, and we've got one coming up that we're going to be putting in and we're going to do a little more investigation and checking on that to see how well that's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, targeted on the Greener Home Program as well. So I'm sure that there's, I think there's probably a rebate for it, uh, but you're not going to, the rebate probably is not going to make it worthwhile just you putting that water heater in it all by itself. But if you're doing a bunch of things, then it might make sense for you. Well, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to try to wipe this smile off my face from the 2023 Briar announcement <laughs> and uh, get back down to, to ground level and, uh, you know, get ready for segment two, which you're going to interview another one of our co-founders, Brandon Baldwin. Yes, I am. So we'll be right back. All right. So we're back and uh, I'm uh, here with one of our uh, co-founders, I'm going to introduce to you uh, Mr. Brandon Baldwin. Brandon, how are you? Good, Steve. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Good. Uh, so, Brandon, uh, just a couple of questions for you. Um, so, how is it, um, what is it that you do? Well, these days, a little bit of everything. Uh, <laughs> I've been on install the last couple of weeks, uh, but yeah, pri- you know, primarily the last seven, eight years, I've been in service and maintenance. So, cool. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Cool. And so, um, we, when you got out of school, was this the was this one of the first places you worked, or was there a couple of places before that? Uh, so when I came out of Fanshawe College, I was in back in 2013. I I was still working for Fanshawe as yep. a teacher's assistant. Oh, cool. And I got into the trade working for a company in St. Thomas doing commercial refrigeration, <laughs> and it was uh, it was a fun experience. Yeah. I bet it was. Yeah. yeah. Learned, okay. Learned lots, and yeah. Okay. And so um, how did you find your way, like how did you find your way here? How is it that you wanted to become part of this organization? Well, uh, again, going back to 2013, coming out of college, I went to college with Josh Betancourt. Yes. Uh, and he, I wasn't happy where I was and he said, hey man, just come come talk to Peter. So I met with Peter uh, and, you know, he showed me around uh, the workplace and I just kind of fell in love with what he had for, you know, a management system there. And I I worked with Peter, Josh, uh, and, you know, you for the last, you know, going on eight years, right? Yeah, yeah. um, Which has led me to Peter Inch and Associates. Cool. And so uh, kind of exciting for a young man your age. Uh, to be a part owner of a business, right? It is, yeah. I mean, if you ask me, I was 30. <laughs> if I, you know, be a partner in, you know, an HVAC uh, business and having a puppy, like, and finally convince Holly to, you know, agree to it, like, in my, you know, as I turned 30, I would have called you crazy, but yes, <laughs> here we are. And so it's kind of exciting, though, in a way, right? It is. I mean, uh, it, it's nice to see, you know, everybody you're working with take pride in their work and just you know the work you're doing and taking pride in the work it just it's nice to see the end result and you know keep keep the customers happy yeah yeah and obviously um as we're growing um you're going to continue to uh do the are you interested obviously you're interested in commercial service and maintenance as well as more too though right yeah i mean I don't know. I was taught a long time ago, the more you know, you know, the better you are, right? So uh, whether it's commercial or, you know, tube heaters, uh, install, whatever it is, right? Just, you know, I, I try to take pride in my work and get it, you know, get it done right the first time. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. And so you've got, um, you're married? 
Yes, uh, just over five years. Wow, time flies, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it, to be honest. <laughs> and when did the new puppy come along? Uh, we got her last January. I finally convinced Holly that uh, it was time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was off on knee surgery for four months as well uh, in February of 2020. So it was, uh, you know, going to did it without Holly uh, walking her every day. And it's uh, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, it is, right? It's a, it's a chore having a, having a pet. Yeah, but she's well worth it, that's for sure. So I asked Josh last week, and so I'll just kind of throw these at you. So what's what's your favorite thing you like to do when it comes to this trade i think uh whether it's a maintenance or an install or just you know getting somebody heat or cooling uh just you know that end result and that final conversation of you know uh just just seeing the smile on their face right you know yeah. the satisfaction of hey i got heating hey i got cooling and just yeah. you know keeping them happy and comfortable oh cool and so then i also said well if there's something that you really like to do what's the worst kind of job that you've ever you know that you hate doing or that you don't like necessarily to do yeah so i mean going back 10 years ago i guess we'll go way back uh working for my best friend's dad pretty much how i got into the trade i remember doing a trailer home i was crawling underneath the mobile home to run oh the, no thank you the copper lines <laughs> up and uh, i kind of looked over to my left and there's a uh, you know two dead raccoons just kind of laying there looking at me and i was like whoa <laughs> do i really want to be doing this wow <laughs> so it was uh yeah not every day, thankfully, is like that. But it's true. Yeah, yes. that's probably one of the worst ones. I won't forget that. Well, it's because kind of you'll always have something in your mind, right? You'll have something that you'll come across. And so, yeah, yeah. mine's always been, I love people, love helping customers. Um, so, I mean, that's why this place it seems like it's going to be such a great fit for us is that um, we're really kind of dialing into old-fashioned service. So mm-hmm. getting back to one-on-one with the customer and... Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. And so... Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Because, you know, Peter and I are probably going to be retired then. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I mean, that's uh, uh, too soon to tell probably. I mean, I whether I'm installing service. You might be in sales. You might take sales, my job, I, right? I don't think I'll take Peter's job, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> well, I think we're all, I think, I think that's the beauty of this organization is that we're all going to get a chance to do that leadership thing. Yes. Which I think is also important for, you know, your growth and, and just helping you, you know, become better at what you're doing. So it's. Yeah. And, I, you know, out of all the partners and, you know, everybody that we got, I think anybody's capable of stepping up to, you know, if life changes to, to do a different role, whether it's sales or, you know, supervisor, whatever, whatever we need. Yeah. Yep. And so we got a bit of a surprise yesterday. We had uh, our first truck or came out. They look great. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, so then uh, they were, it's posted on social media. But um, yeah, do you think they're going to be visible enough in the city? Uh, well, I drove into the shop last night with Brandon Inch at a 7.30, so it was pretty dark, but you could still see the, the truck glowing in the front there. So, yeah. Wow, I that's think, amazing. You'll see them. <laughs> yeah. And I've had you guys out on some pretty late nights lately. I'm sorry. Just You, you have, yes. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. You know, at the end of the day, <laughs> it, uh, it all worked out and just, yeah. And so how are you finding it? Because, you know, uh, service is one thing. Uh, but then installation is an entirely different animal, right? It is. I mean, uh, when I first got in the trade, did it for almost two years, and uh, you know, it was it was interesting, right? Like every day was different. You never knew what you were getting into. And uh, you know, as I in January, as I was doing it that first day, I'll, I'll never forget it because I'm running the concrete drill, and the next day, I'm like, man, my wrist is so swollen, <laughs> my back hurts. I'm like. 
Yeah, I guess this is wow. This is thirty, right? So. <laughs> yeah, that's thirty. I get. Yeah, you still got a long way to go. It's fine. I yeah. Know. yeah. And then, um, so oh, I just it's gonna slip my mind. So then, there's the install part. But then you've also been banging a little sheet metal back there too. I have. Uh, going back again, my best friend's dad. His strength was sheet metal he had the brake the pittsburgh everything in his uh in his shop at home so you know i'd go to my friend's house and he'd be back there you know building metal right and i'd be there watching him right like just not even intentionally we'd be hanging out on pedal carts or whatever and he'd be there building metal right so i always kind of grew up with it and then just in college same thing and then again i worked for him for two years we did a lot of newer homes so running supply runs duck runs yeah. you know yeah. to the point where I was pretty much doing the new homes myself, and then he'd come and, you know, help me finish the job. Cool. Yeah. And then one last thing, and then that bench back there didn't happen all by itself, so apparently you're a carpenter as well. Yeah. I, <laughs> when I came out of high school, I did work uh, in construction for about eight months, and I, I remember a few, I had a few times there working in snowstorms, and I just, uh, you know, I there came a point where I was like, this kind of sucks. Like, this <laughs> isn't really for me. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's a it, you learned something valuable, right? It's, I did. It's yeah. kind of cool. I mean, I didn't think the bench would still be standing, but there it is. What are you talking about? I mean, it's no, good. No, I mean, it looks good. Yeah. yeah, and obviously our friend from St. Thomas, Dave Sherwin, who's been an integral part helping us, you know, with sheet metal and stuff yeah. on that bench design. You know, you guys helped work that out together, which is awesome, right? Oh, for sure. Like, it wouldn't have happened without him. And, uh, yeah, he's been a key part of helping us put in furnaces and building the metal uh, yeah because he weeks. you know he is a guru when it comes to sheet metal he is one of the best i've seen absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. if not the best yeah and uh, it just it's very great that he took the time to kind of come over and help us and get us going so yes yeah. he's been very very key you know we've called him a few times kind of last minute because you know steve you keep selling things and sorry he, <laughs> last minute he'll come in and uh you know like he's been awesome and helping us out there awesome okay well just want to say thank you i i really enjoy uh, this opportunity to work with you more closely and having you as a partner so i think that's really cool so uh, we're just going to look forward to a great future, right? Yeah, I can't wait, and uh, thanks for having me on here. No problem. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. So how did your interview go with Mr. Baldwin? As I, as I said last week with uh, Josh, I'm a natural interviewer, so it went very well. So why don't you interview me? Or are, or one time are we going to switch and you're going to do an interview with me? Is that, that would be interesting, actually, if you let me interview you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll maybe pass on that. But. Now, we had some other exciting news this week. We... Oh, but I went, before you start, I'm okay. going to interrupt, okay? So you, the last uh, person who sent a question in, right, on the, on the hybrid hot water heater? Yeah. Okay, so I was out there. I went to a call to give them a, a quote on that. His name's Peter. But when I was there, they're listening to uh, AM 980, and they're listening to Stubbsy on the on the radio. And I went, oh. So then they just said that they're avid uh, AM 980 radio fans, and they're happy that we're back on the air, yada, 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 which is, I said, well, thank you. That's great. And then I didn't know that I was amongst a celebrity in the house. Apparently, that is the home of... Buddy the Cat. Buddy the Cat from the London Night Radio Broadcast with Stubbsy. We always hear him say, Buddy the Cat's on. Yeah, so I met (laughs) Buddy the Cat. It was was really kind of cool. 
Well, that's good. Yeah, now I know where Buddy the Cat lives. <laughs> but yeah, Stubbsy always talks about Buddy the Cat. He'll be in the playoffs and he'll say, you know, Buddy the Cat's listening. And yeah. I'm thinking, okay, is this cat texting in? No, Buddy <laughs> is an avid fan. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, Buddy is all set up. He sees the games. So maybe we can have Buddy listen to our show and kind of, you know, go off on his fame. Buddy. We'll have to find out to see if Buddy even listens to us. To, or maybe he <laughs> might just, run maybe out of the room. He walks out of the room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's these guys. Okay, time to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's I just, good. just want to give uh, them a shout-out, and uh, thank you for introducing me to Buddy. Well, thank you, Peter and Buddy. Yes. It's uh, it's nice to know you're a real cat. <laughs> <laughs> I won't bring Tundra over. That wouldn't be no, a good no, thing. No, that wouldn't be a good thing, no. 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 Now, another exciting thing this week was we got our first wrap truck back. Yeah, Brandon and I talked about that, but you can you can bring oh, it up, you well, can bring you it up again. No, because no. you know what? It is exciting. I mean, it, it is really, really exciting. Looks great. Yeah. I was uh, getting gas, and I'm looking, and it was dark. It was early. You know, probably you were still in bed, Steve. I was out of bed getting gas. But wow. The And I looked, and I saw a truck coming. I said, is that our truck? And it was bright yellow. And sure enough, when it turned, I went, yeah, that's our truck. So, yeah, it was, it's really sharp. So. And if you happen to be, uh, you know, flying into London in the airport and one of our trucks is driving by, you'll be able to see our number at the top, on the top of the roof. Yeah, exactly. It's it's right up on, uh, we're advertising on the top because they now have mini splits in apartment buildings, yes. which we service. Yep. So if you're sitting on the 10th floor watching the traffic go by, you'll see our logo on the top of our trucks. Yeah. So uh, it was, I found out that we're one of the few that do that, start.ca, and us are the only ones that do it with the graphic designer that we're using. Cool. So, yeah, I, so. I just, I really, really like it. And so I just uh, was talking to Brandon, your son. I said, so now all you have to do is keep this puppy clean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't want a dirty truck nope. driving down the no, road. No, it needs to be a nice, clean, bright yellow. Yeah. Now, we got a little bit of snow. We certainly did. So I think we need to talk about vents and what needs to happen with them. Yeah, so your vents, because it's not just the snow which is blowing and maybe blowing up against those vents, but it's also shoveling snow, shoveling your driveway, your walkway. Um, it's important that those vents have to stay clear. So you need to keep, they can't. If snow is going to get up against them, your furnace is just not going to turn on. Or maybe your water heater, if it's the water heater. But it, those vents have to be clear in order for the products to, to successfully operate. So we're, we're, you know, three feet radius roughly around it? Well, that's safe, right? Because, it, you know, you shovel it out, more snow blows in. It's the same situation. So make sure you give yourself a wide berth on those. Now, what vents? Well, they're white ones. No, no, no. What, like, what do they do? I, do, oh, so, do I have to worry about my dryer vent? Well, yes. Yeah, all your vents. So your vents, you need to look after your vents for your, uh, your ventilation system. So if, you, if that's not working or your dryer vent, because if it gets plugged and it's a gas dryer, that's a bad thing. So just keep that in mind. All those exhaust vents coming out of the house should be clear. So HRV, a fireplace, water heater furnace yep um dryer dryer you know yep. all needs to should be kept clear yes. at that point and i mean some people have kitchens in their basement and they could have a range hood going out the side yeah especially so, if you're range hooding especially if it's an exhaust for a natural gas range so or a cooktop so all those are very important 
So make sure, you know, every time you're out shoveling, maybe just stop by. And, and on the dryer, your dryer vent, you might put your hand up and check the flapper and make sure that it closes. Why, did you have a problem with that? Yeah, twice now. So <laughs> you pull your clothes out and they're freezing. You almost think they're not dry, but it's just the cold air. And just need the flapper sometimes can get frozen open from the moisture. Funny, you know, I don't, I, I set... I set my timer so that I actually take my clothes out of the dryer once they once the cycle finishes, and then I don't I don't have to iron them. Yeah. Well, hey, I did find. Oh, did you? One can of of Easy On Speed Starch. Did you? Yeah, at a variety store at the corner of Clark and Dundas. So I bought it, and I had a listener send in that they use Speed Starch. So there's three of us now. Well, no, the, the variety store owner doesn't use Speed Starch. No, no, but a listener, yes, Sandy Fischel, ah, sent uh, that's your sister. <laughs> sent an email that she uses it. Sent me a picture of a couple off-brand products. So. Oh, that, and so are you going to try those out? Well, I'm going to keep trying to find my favorite. But the manufacturer said that they don't make it anymore. They don't, so I just got to buy it. This one was all covered in dust. You know, you have to look at the back of the shelf, get down, look way back there to find it. But, so now I stop at every variety store all over London trying to find, uh, you know, that one can that they haven't sold. Wow. So. That's, that's amazing, actually. Yep. Yeah. Now, another thing that can cause problems or comfort in homes is furniture over vents. Right. Yes. So if you've got actually the, your, your bed. So a bedroom's a prime example. If the, if the vent is covered by the bed or, or maybe a desk or something, then... That register is not going to be able to blow, uh, you know, the amount of heat that that room needs because that, in the original design of that house, that duct was sized for that room. So wide open, it was designed to, to be that size in order to give that room the heat it needs. So if you're blocking it, then that room's just going to get cold. And does it matter if it's a supply or a return air vent? Like, well, no, same thing because if it's a if it's a return that's plugged and the door is closed. That room's not going to work either because it's not going to circulate properly. So then it's going to get cold as well. So you, you mentioned bedrooms, but we see this in living rooms. Everywhere. We see this in kitchens. Yep. You know, people who want to redesign their kitchen and move everything around. And there's a vent on the floor and they just don't pay attention to it. Right. So I was with a, uh, my neighbor called me over because they're redoing their floors. So he uh, he called me over and because he just had a question for me. He said... And his, he's got a main floor return air, which is uh, right in front of the entrance to the bathroom. So um, his contractor, the floor, floor guy, just said, oh, no, we're just going to cover that up. And he said that, he didn't, that didn't quite sit well with him. So he called me over and said, can we just cover these things up? I said, no, 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 no. I said, you can't. I said, you know, the system's designed to have a certain amount of return air. And if you just block one off, well, you're actually you're changing your system. So... We were able to look, and he's able to move it uh, just up the wall a little bit, and then he's going to cut a new hole, and everything will be fine. But it's just, uh, you just can't willy-nilly change those things. Like, you can't, you, you want to take that wall out from to, to expand your kitchen, and all of a sudden you're taking out ductwork. Well, you're going to have to find some place to put it back in, or else it's going to cause a problem. And it's the same thing in the basement. We want to bring ceiling, uh, if you're finishing a basement, ceiling vents, down to the floor yeah that's the the city wants that to happen so you know we've compensated with that most of the time by by putting low wall return airs in to kind of help with that uh but 
yes. So nowadays in basements, the supplies and the returns will all be low. So you're listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, We will be right back with some more heating and air conditioning questions. Well, welcome back. We're, you know, we got the briar, we got trucks wraps, you met Buddy the Cat. Like, what else can be exciting this week, Steve, you know? Well, we've had some pretty darn cold weather, right? Like, it's been cold. Cold and dry. Like, it's, you hear when you're crunching, you can hear your feet as you walk. Yeah, so really that plays that plays havoc inside your house as well. So you know we've you know this is when we start getting uh, calls and questions about humidity in the house, right? And and you know we all want it at that perfect you know um, thirty to forty percent humidity. Yeah, and people always ask us what is what's what is perfect, and and it really is anywhere from thirty to forty five percent if you can find that in your house. But it's kind of interesting uh, because you know. Before the smart thermostat, people really didn't have any idea how much moisture was in their house, right? No idea. But now, with that stupid smart thermostat on the wall, <laughs> it tells you all the time what the relative humidity is in the house. Well, and we, you know, we used to say, go buy a hydrometer. Everybody say, what's a hydrometer? But that was, you could set it in the living room and it would give you a humidity level. But like you say, now, I just walk by my smart thermostat and it lights up and tells me exactly what it is. Yes, and so when it's when it's saying 20, you're getting a little panicky and, and at, at 20 you should be because that's very dry. So um, really the best thing to do with that is, I mean, if you don't have, maybe you're on baseboard electric heat, it's still gonna be dry in the house. So, you know, you use portables at that point in time or plants give off a lot of moisture or, you know, invite some people over and, and do more dishes. But um, really, you need to add moisture into the house, into the space, in order for there to be more moisture content. And, and it, you know, HRVs can affect the moisture in your home. Well, an, an HRV will dry out a house. So um, in, in they need those in new new construction. So for the first seven years, it takes, it takes a house that long to dry out, really. But after that time, you're probably going to need to have a humidifier installed because now there's going to be a balance. Because if you keep that that uh, HRV running all the time, your house is going to dry out. So now you're going to need to add moisture. And then, can you run a humidifier and HRV at the same time? Sure, but you need to set them so that they're not competing with one another. Because the HRV the HRV will win the battle. Um, it will dry a house out faster than you can add moisture. And keep in mind that. Like you, you turn on your humidifier, I mean, it's not going to hit, if you're at 20%, it's not going to hit 30% in an hour. I mean, it's going to take days in order for that to achieve. Because it's not, if the air is reading 20%, then everything in that house is 20%. So the floor, the furniture, the wall, everything. So all those things have to be filled with moisture in order for that to be the number that you want. So keep that in mind. It takes a long time for that to happen. So if you see that number starting to get lower and lower, it's you really need to deal with it So because it's going to keep on getting lower. As these cold temperatures stay here, you're going to need moisture. The Now what, um, if I see that my humidity is really low, can I just turn off the HRV? 
and, you, and turn up the humidifier until the humidity level comes up. So you can set your well. Then you can you you, can, you don't have to run your HRV all the time. You can set the there's a should be a humidistat on it, and you can just set that to whatever you want. So you could set it to forty percent, and then it's only going to turn on to high speed if it gets over that period. And so that'll give your that'll give your house a chance to kind of recover as you start adding moisture back in. Now, some HRVs are tied into um, washrooms yes. and things like that. Right. So that, you're, you still have a humidistat on the wall, but then there'll be a, a button in the bathroom, and that's going to put that HRV into an exhaust mode. So, you know, as I said, when you, when you get past a certain point with an HRV in a house, you're going to need to add a humidifier. Now, we had another not-so-exciting thing happen. Oh, what was that? Um, of course, we moved into a new space on January 3rd. Yes. Uh, we Sorry, we should say we took it over December 1st, so we've been here since December 1st. There was a new unit heater installed in the warehouse before we came in. Yes. And I came in on Monday, and it was freezing cold in the warehouse. And the, uh, the unit heater wasn't working, so we're talking a two-month-old piece of new equipment yeah that broke down so does new equipment sometimes break down unfortunately yes Uh, unfortunately um you just you don't know it's probably obviously there was a bad part on that on that unit that Uh, control board a little relay on it went bad even though it's brand new uh there was obviously there was something weak in the solder or something which caused it to go so unfortunately yes that happens hopefully the good thing was was that was under warranty well, yes, but again, it kind of talks about the company that does your work because we didn't install it. Right. Our, we can diagnose what was wrong, but then when we called the, man, the wholesalers who sell that product, did you buy it from us? Because if you didn't buy it from us, we won't give you the part under warranty. Oh. So we ended up having to drive to Hamilton to get the part because it wasn't available but i am still trying to figure out where the equipment was bought from to try to get warranty on that i see so So, that could be difficult right so again dealing with a reputable company one that will look after you when things go wrong well that's that speaks because we we take that responsibility on so when we are putting a new piece of equipment in your home we are looking after registering that warranty for you with the manufacturer so we take it upon ourselves to uh, register with carrier uh, that on your new piece of equipment that it's going to be registered in your name and it's going to get the longest amount of warranty which is available for that product. Now, big big curling starting to today. Scotty's is it starting today? Yeah, Scotty's are starting today up in Thunder Bay, Thunder Bay, Ontario. No fans, right? Everybody's bubbled up. Well, and we get to start curling next week. Yeah, on Tuesday, uh, the St. Thomas Curling Club will open. Yes, and it's been I don't know how long, and guess who we get to play? Uh, Scott McDonald. Yes, Scott yeah. McDonald. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're hopefully he's rusty, and uh, we'll get we'll get we'll sneak through a win. Well, Team Peterson was undefeated in this round. So what the heck and is then going we broke. on? So we may go back to our normal. 
losing until the playoffs. Yeah, because you usually don't usually wait to peak until playoff time, right? right? Yeah, that's what we kept looking at, saying we're peaking a little early. We're early, we're early. Stop. So, yeah. But, uh, no, it'll be a lot of fun to get back out there, a little exercise. And, get and there's to a new sign out there, too. There is. There is a Peter Inch and Associates heating air conditioning sign on Ice 2. Nice. Uh, that's up. Uh, I happened to... Uh, get in to see it before everything shut down so it was nice to see it so has st thomas ever thought about doing the uh doing the rings in the ice the advertisement in the rings uh we have talked about it but but we have to convince our ice maker that that's a good idea oh because they really look sharp right yeah 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 and this ours would look like a house which yes. would be kind of neat but yeah. uh Yep, we'll have to see. There's some convincing that has to happen there. Well, maybe if it just happens on one sheet. Until ice two, maybe? Yeah, maybe on ice two. We can kind of put that in and, and uh, let people see what it really looks like because it's really sharp. And i got to thank uh, Canada Curling Stone, Yes. Uh, Kim Tuck. Yep. She allowed me to borrow a curling rock for a photo picture that was on the front page of the Free Press on uh, Tuesday morning. Yes. Uh, I sorry, Kim. I still have that curling rock in my car. I will get it back to you. Wow! But it's beautiful weight, you know, to hold when you're driving through snow. You know, a couple of curling rocks in the back. Just put that little eighty pounds in there to help you drive around. You have so, two curling stones then. Well, I only got one, so I'm only weighed down on one side. So but, it's just uh, forty pounds. Yeah. Okay. But, All right. uh, no, but I appreciate her. I called her at the last minute. And says I can't get home. Do you have a curling rock? I can of course borrow. she does. Yes. So, uh, so if we did, but I keep forgetting, I got to drive it back up to her and drop it off. Yeah. So. Well, thank you. That's great. So, what's your plans up for this lovely weekend? Beautiful day. You know, um, being the only sales associate on Peter and Associates, uh, I pretty much am on call seven days a week. So I have to be ready to run out and do a sales call. Well, we better give them the information. Get a hold of us then. So. You can give uh, Peter Inch and Associates Heating Air Conditioning a call at 226-499-3752 or you can go to peterinch.ca and you can uh, make an appointment or you can go to Facebook and Messenger, send, her, send us a message on there and like we us. will get back. To like you. us, make sure you like us. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, coming to you from the Inch by Inch Studios. We'll see you next week.